0: last week on discount heroes i was here to access my
1: deposit box Uh, of course sir and what name would that be under
0: sir money money goldman
1: might you be interested to know that
2: i have the rarest piece of meat on the earth with me
0: i have a meeting
3: today with two other gnomely fellows about a deal
1: i believe this is the room you are looking for you hear wagon wheel talking that you can't see who he's talking to and then he writes his name down on the paper. The name quinsley Puffton. You're plunged into complete darkness. Let there be light! Hanging in the ceiling, you see a swirling cloud of darkness, but within you see a figure, a strange humanoid shape. As the three figures representing yourselves, Minus Thrasher, move forward towards you.
4: I pick up Nox. Yo. No big missile!
2: Oh my god! <laughs> Get over here, buddy! Come on, join, the, join us! We're here to save Wagon Wheel!
1: And yourself disappears.
3: And he stares it down and casts command. Approach!
4: You don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to save
1: you. As the creature grows these horrific-looking claws, they glow with a sickly light as it lunges toward the four of you.
2: Something's dying to get through that door. What do you think it is?
1: Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic character and story-driven real play podcast. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15 plus years. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name's Brent. I'm the DM here. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? My name is Tyler, and I will be playing Cope's the Circle of the Stars
0: druid. I hope you're ready for an encore. This
2: is Aaron, and I'll be playing dimorok the tiefling bard. This is Jared, playing Thrasher,
1: the human barbarian. Thrasher's. Excuse me, Thrasher's. You corrected me, like, four times last time.
4: That's important.
3: And this is Nox, and I will be playing the part of... Michael! The number one deal-making assistant to Legis.
1: <laughs> All right. So this week, I wanted to start with a quick question about your characters. This question was submitted to us uh, verbally by a friend. Uh, that'd be—I'm assuming it was Katie. Beep beep. Mc- I like how you? What? <laughs> that was me trying to censor the name. You did a bad job.
4: You just said her name. You just said her full name. Yes, that's her.
1: I'm fully a. a I can get rid of it. (laughs) I can get rid of the horrible things that you say about her also.
4: Yeah, it was Katie.
1: What was the question that she asked? What is your character's guilty pleasure? Knox, you're up. I went first last time. I'm thinking. Okay. Reversal then. It's Cope's turn. I went first every other time. That's your job. That's a double reversal. Back to Knox. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play this skip card. I just
3: want
2: to say something terrible. Is that to me, then? What are guilty pleasures? I'd like to play a draw
1: for the thing that they they enjoy, but maybe that they shouldn't.
4: Yeah, we understand what it is. Thrasher really likes really fancy, tasty, pretty-looking pastries. Like, he would be all about, uh, what's that show? The Great British Bake Off? British? Great British Bake Off.
0: Great, great British Bake Off. Great British Bake Off. Yeah,
4: he'd be <laughs> totally into that show and would uh, not want anyone to know about it.
2: Dimrock secretly really enjoys sneaking off to a hardcore emo show every now and then. <gasps> I wouldn't say that a lot of Thrasher was here, though.
4: I'll be honest with you, that answer was more than I bargained
1: for. <sighs> He's going to find your eyeliner one day. <laughs> or the blood of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get this eyeliner?
2: <laughs> Were you at an emo show? No, I found it. <laughs> I beat up this guy and took it from him. <laughs> and he gave me these tall boots, too. Ah, uh, More bullying. You know how Thrasher feels about that. <laughs> Notch
0: really likes making TikTok dance videos <laughs> when nobody's looking. Uh, Cope likes putting on socks and shoes and a hat and wandering around as if he is a human. (laughs) 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 Sometimes he gets weird looks in the cities from his hooves. So now, obviously you don't
3: have a pair of shoes on you, because we've been through this, so do you borrow one of the pairs from our shoes and go out in the middle of the night? Do you have knock shoes on sometimes so your feet look really tiny?
0: No, no, I only do it in the city, so I just sneak into people's houses and steal their shoes.
2: <laughs> mm. Isn't it weird when a like, goat man is wearing shoes and just like eating grass though and stuff? It's
1: either that or he likes to pretend he's the Krampus.
4: Oh man, I support that. Mm.
1: But does he ever go into a herd of goats and pretend he's a goat? No. No, 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 no.
4: not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got a twofer. It's too guilty.
0: We're going to talk about that.
4: It's okay for it to be too guilty as long as it's not too pleasurable.
2: Right. He likes to fuck goats.
4: Ah, no.
2: I knew <laughs> I saw you at the last goat meetup. <laughs> That'll be the first thing we
0: cut. <laughs> does <laughs> he likes to beep, beep. Mm-hmm.
4: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job, everyone. Brent, what's your personal guilty pleasure?
1: Yeah, yes. in real life. What's your sick thing? Is chocolate. <laughs> oh, uh. You're so bad.
4: <laughs> I'm a chocoholic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's go ahead and begin the game. Last week, our intrepid adventurers whoops their way into conference room C at the Citadel of Wealth. Masquerading as the fabulously wealthy Money Money Goldman, his two dedicated servants, Gerald and Michael, with Thrasher reluctantly following behind, they infiltrated the bank, confronting the very moment that Wagon Wheel struck the deal. They were again confronted by their past selves, this time tethered to the evil presence of Legis the Terrible. After a tense battle, the evil presence grew frustrated, coalesced into a solid form once again, and attacked.
3: Actually, it was
1: thrashers. Thank you, Matt. All right, let's start again.
2: (laughs) To my guilty pleasure.
1: (laughs) So I want to re-describe this for you. I got something a little bit better. You can react as you will. So this thick black cloud of scintillating lights pulses and flickers with lightning, swirling in a violent cloud condensing into a familiar, bald shape. This creature bears Wagon Wheel's form, but not his likeness, covered with dark shadows that leak across the ground, corrupting it with his steps. He moves like lightning passing through you, Nox, and as he does so, the floor falls away and you and your allies with it falling through seemingly unending darkness. You guys can react real quick before I go on. Ah!
3: Where's the
4: thunder? Ah! Can I try and grab Wagon Wheel?
1: Yeah, I don't see why not. Give it a shot. Knox sees
3: Thrasher's hands reach out, and he thinks he's reaching for him, and then he gets sad when he realizes he's not.
4: <laughs> what am I rolling?
1: It's going to be an athletics check with disadvantage, because he... Moves like lightning, like I said. Did
4: you say athletics?
1: Yeah. With disadvantage
4: for some reason, because you just hate me. He's so fast. He's two-faced. That is going to be 17.
1: Ooh, that's a nice grab. I'm going to give you something here. You grab a hold of this black tendril of smoke that stretches off as the figure continues forward. It's like you're pulling a piece of him away from him. The unending darkness ends. You suddenly find yourself in a dank cave, only lit by scattered torchlight. You hear distant goblin chatter and harpy calls in the outer edges of the cave. A monstrous figure stands in front of you, forged of wood and steel, wields a flame throwing pouch on one arm and a horrifying metal fist and chain on the other. Does it look familiar to you guys?
0: False
2: rush! Not again! I knew we should have smoked that guy. I literally
1: sent him <laughs> to heaven. That's not where
3: you sent him, buddy. Yeah, I
1: forgot. That black tendril of smoke that you've got a hold of, Thrasher, it seems to lead to this figure, this representation, this copy clone of Jimothy. Is that Jeremy?
2: So, <laughs>
1: close it off.
3: So, do we need to roll initiative or do you just want to keep on?
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and he'll take a single action before you guys get to go again since I took up all your time with that description. He's gonna spray out a blast of fire across the battlefield. Everyone's gonna make a dexterity saving throw. With advantage. I was gonna say that, with advantage, because we've seen him before. So Thrasher can see it, so he has
3: advantage. I do, yes. Thrasher's. Thank you. And Nox is even shorter this time, so he's probably aiming above me. We also know his weaknesses.
4: 18 for Thrasher's. Demrock's got a big five, a
0: strong five.
1: Coats beating with a hearty six. Demrock comes in with a mighty seven. So thrashers take no damage. Everybody else takes five fire damage as the ground is covered in fire.
4: Looked like it hurt. You're really gonna have to kill off the other thrasher, man, because all this editing you're gonna have to do to double me.
1: We took five damage. Oh, not this guy again. And also, I don't want you to forget, Matt. Remember, you had also collected the contract. Okay, so I still have that. Yeah, you still have that. Okay. You said it's very long, right? It is very long.
3: Okay. Can I try to look it over quickly, possibly and in, investigate it or something to see if I can find anything in it, or would that be futile?
1: You could try, but it's a very that's it's a lot to look over in six seconds.
3: Okay, okay. I'll hold on to it for now, then. I just got shot with the flamethrower, so... I didn't know if there was, like, a cover page where it was, like, how to get out of the deal. Uh, Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm going to charge Timothy. Wait a second. Charge him. You still got... Yes, I have Shadow Blade active. Yep. And Blade Song. So I'm going to run up and try and stab him in the chest. Right in the panel that I took off last time.
1: Ooh. You have advantage.
3: So that is going to be... A dirty 20. That's a hit. And that will be for 15 psychic
4: damage. Damn.
1: Nice. You sever off the flamethrower arm with that. Nice. That's a lot more damage than you guys were doing the first time you fought him.
4: (laughs) Thrasher's hit him. him.
1: All right, remember you have that shadowy tendril in your hand still. In my hand? Yeah, remember you grabbed onto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got like this shadowy smoke that is slightly physical that leads to the jimothy copy tendrally inhale it
4: it leads to him
0: eat him eat it yeah
4: i'm first off no i'm not eating it eat it but uh i think me and other thrash are gonna do a little ring around the rosie and just run around him encircling him in his own tentacle
0: oh you're gonna add at him we're gonna
4: what mm.
3: Can I use a hit dice to make that tentacle look like a delicious pastry so that Thrasher
1: will eat it?
4: You don't know his horrible secret.
1: (laughs) All right, make a, I don't know, acrobatics check with advantage. It sounds more like athletics to me. All right, yeah, athletics. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. You suck at athletics.
4: Boom! That's going to be a 22.
1: So I'll give you this as you run around it, pulling at this tendril that's connected to Jimothy. You see... Almost like you're pulling out something from it. Its form wavers, and it becomes this shifting ethereal thing for moments before resuming its form. Everyone has advantage against it now for the rest of the round. Get him, guys. And you still have a hold of that thing. Copes, you're up.
0: Um, I'm just going to rear back and throw a double javelin at him. Because I'm still in my archer form, right?
1: Yep, yep.
0: Uh, I never remember what my standard attack is. D20 plus something.
3: Dexterity plus proficiency.
0: Okay, that's a 22. Nice. That's a hit. Okay, so I plant one javelin in one of his eyes. That's 1d6 damage. That's a 6. Plus your dexterity. So, 7. So, basically, with, like, my right arm, I throw the real javelin. With my left arm, I throw the spectral one. So, I double. Bow, bow. So the spectral one's D8 plus Wisdom, which is plus three. You gotta roll the hit still with that one. No, I don't, no I don't. Yeah, this is left-handed too, so you probably have disadvantage. So this would be a spell attack though then. Yeah, correct. So this is a Wisdom throw then. Is that right? No. D20 plus five. Nat 20! Ooh! Nice! Nice!
3: Wait, you get advantage too, right? You get a chance to double crit? Uh, Can I double crit, Brent? Oh yeah,
0: everyone does, yeah. Okay, we'll stick with a crit. <laughs> so, this is 2d8 plus 3? Yeah, it's 2d8 plus 3. Oh my god! Ooh, oh what? my god! Nice! Double crit plus. That's 19 damage. So, that's what, 26 damage? Jeez! So, I plant a javelin in
1: both of his eyes. As the thing collapses to the ground, you feel the shadowy tendril that you've got a hold of. It pulls free from whatever it's anchored to within this copy of Jimothy, and you're left holding it for just a moment. Thrasher, what do you do?
4: Yank? Oh, yank?
1: This shadowy, corrupted form of wagon wheel pulls free as the scenery around you fades once again. You guys tumble through darkness onto solid stone floor thrasher you've got a hold of whatever this ethereal thing is it's approximately the size and shape of wagon wheel but you feel it it feels cold to the touch whatever this thing is
4: dark wagon wheel
1: you find yourself on solid ground once again in a dank looking dungeon made of stone blocks thick rugs of red and gold cover the floors creating luxurious pathways to towering armoires intimidating desks and a single love seat Oh no. Oh no, the hate seat. Not again.
2: Oh no. (laughs) I can feel the splinters, not the furniture.
1: The shadowy figure gets up on its tiny little feet and somehow (laughs) manages to look intimidating as the armoires and desks and chairs and the single hate seat rise (laughs) from the floor and begin hovering over towards the four of you.
2: Back up guys.
1: I got a score to settle.
2: (laughs) The hate seat's mine.
1: You haven't taken a turn yet, have you, Demi? No. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and then they'll take a turn after that.
2: Demrock points out to the hate seat. You saw us come in on the lightning. Now it's time to hear the thunder. They cast Thunder Wave. Because it comes after the lightning. Oh, my God. I don't know how many grades y'all been through. (laughs) Yeah. Science. He's got to make a con
1: saving throw. Will that hit everything? And a 15-foot cube. But i can direct it right yeah you can so i'll say you could definitely hit quite a few desks and chairs Cubit baby he makes a con saving throw right we'll roll five d20s that's how many you managed to hit what do they need to beat oh i don't know what sounds good <laughs> 15 14 <laughs> i think it's 15 all right so it looks like four of them fail nice nice way to go so each of those four will take two d8
2: damage and get pushed 10 feet away from me and the successful one takes
1: half damage and no movement so roll your damage let's see it be six total so six so six damage to each and they're blasted away from you except for one which one is it that doesn't get blasted away I think you know which one it is that
2: opulent ash chair <laughs> <The> hate seat. <laughs> thunder doesn't hurt crushed velvet
1: y'all wouldn't get it it's a really high end joke alright it's their turns now you're only going to take two attacks because demrock pushed a bunch of them back so that is a that's an 11 versus nox and a 24 versus copes that is not going to hit yeah well that hits you take 7 damage copes I lay down <laughs> from a majestic
0: desk. I have gotten killed by more desks. <laughs> I am actually at 0.
1: Oh my gosh. So this desk has your name carved into it. But I was planning on giving you this your gold suit absorbs the blow. Hey. Your gold suit is ripped to shreds and absorbs <laughs> the blow for you.
0: I'll die. No, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: So, you lose the AC bonus, but the suit is destroyed.
2: I'll keep the suit. I'll go down. Yeah. <laughs> Does it just shred it off of his body, <laughs> and we've seen there in his vest, and...
1: Yeah, the desk just starts spinning wildly. The drawers open up, they're just so sharp on the edges.
2: This is a fate worse
3: than death! Money, money, Goldman! Money, money, unzip your suit! Unzip it!
1: He's
0: gone. He's gone, knocked There's nothing we can do to get him back.
3: No, no! no! You'll pay for this, you stupid desk!
0: You see Cope spin to hit dice. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've got to go! And you hear Gerald run away. <laughs> oh, no. All right, it goes back to you guys now. Demrock blasted away a bunch of the furniture, so they are rushing towards you once again. Remember, Thrasher, you have a hold of this shadowy figure at the moment.
4: Right, still got a hold of him? Yeah of the tentacle
1: yeah yeah we yankin
4: we yankin
1: it's trying to get away obviously
4: too bad there's two thrashers do I still have advantage because there's two of us
1: you have advantage because you've got a hold of the thing I'll take it and I rolled
4: six twice so that's 11
1: Ooh, that is not a hit are you sure he's a squirrely little shadowy figure as he lifts up in the air in an attempt to get away from you. Not letting go. Anyone else? Knox,
3: in a a moment that he doesn't even realize he's doing, but something's taken over him, immediately jumps to defend Money Money Goldman. And Michael jumps in front of the desk and is going to swing at it wildly. Michael! Oh, shit. I'll protect you, sir! (laughs) And that's with my shadow blade. Is it dark light that gave me advantage the first time? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's an 11. 11 that does not hit He's just full of rage Swinging wildly But the table's like four feet in the air And he just can't reach it He doesn't hit a
1: desk I feel bad It's just deflecting the blows Definitely With great <laughs> dexterity Dexterity
0: Dexterity
1: Alright Copes How far
0: away are the other desks?
1: He blasted them ten feet back So not that far Are they still back there? Oh Yeah All right,
0: I'm going to cast Entangle on the desks ooh, and try to wrap them up in vines. You can get a ton of desks in that. I'm hoping I can get them all. That's a strength save.
4: We're judging spells by how many desks they can get at this point.
3: (laughs) It's the most important rating of all.
4: a lot to desk ratio.
1: So what's the bonus that they need? I have no idea. 13. Thirteen, all but one of them fails. All but one? All but one. Noise. I rolled ten saving throws, and not one passed except for one who rolled a nat 20. The hate seat.
0: No! <laughs> oh, my god. <gosh. laughs> that stupid chair. All right, I'm going to plunge. I'm going to throw a spectral, um, mm, what a chair is not like.
3: I mean, probably javelins.
0: I'm going to throw a, a spectral glass of red wine at it. Mm, fancy. This is d20 plus 5. That's a 16. And that's a hit. Minus 1d8 plus 3. Six damage. As I stain the hate seat.
1: <laughs> Just like a money bag. It's like, oh, I don't have to clean it up. Six more damage. The hate seat spins wildly in the air. Looks pissed. I like to imagine that psychic damage.
0: <laughs> and then I move behind the thrashers Dimarok?
2: Uh Dimrock just wants to pull out his whip and attack the closest one to him or is the hate seat close to me still
1: it's the only one that hasn't been blasted back and entangled so yeah I'm gonna try to rip up its nice
2: ass fabric and then I'll attack with a whip that's a 16 to hit I think my whip does d6
1: uh, 4 damage all right, the chairs struggle against the entanglement as the single hate seat rushes in to attack. I'm going to go after a thrasher. Why me? gets a 21 to hit total. Which one? It's going to automatically go to the clone until it's destroyed. Oh, thank God. All right, it takes seven damage.
4: Should we retcon then that the damage I've taken, put that on the clone, and then do this also seven more damage onto that?
1: Unless that would destroy it now. Not yet. Okay, then that's fine. Ow. The hate seat looks so pissed at being so ineffective without its full rooms to go decor. (laughs) (laughs) Rooms to blow. All right, Thrasher, you're up.
4: I am going to have Spirit Thrash stretch out that cord or tentacle or present whatever that is and then i'ma chop it with my axe oh i'ma try and sever that do i still get advantage yeah nat 20 Damn. Yeah. nice all right so that one is just me doing the swinging because he's keeping it steady 20 damage
1: all right so you chop the cord clean through As the figure of Wagon Wheel tumbles to the ground, you see the shadows draining to the floor, revealing a very pale-looking Wagon Wheel on the ground. The image of this dank dungeon dissipates, leaving you once again in Conference Room C at the Citadel of Wealth. Copes, you feel a little underdressed now.
0: Don't remind me.
1: (laughs) Wagon Wheel.
0: And then I run over
1: to him, kneel down next to him. The shadowy figure lies on the ground, pulsing with anger, crackling with electricity. You rush over to Wagon Wheel. He's pale on the ground, staring almost lifelessly out of his eyes, but it doesn't look like he's dead. He doesn't respond to your calls.
4: So both him and the shadowy version of him are there?
1: I'm not going to say it's going to stay this way for very long, but there's a moment here where you can interact if you want to go ahead.
4: I wanna give one of my hit dice to try and help wagon wheel fight this thing.
1: Oh. What does giving one of your hit dice look like? What do you think in your mind? Get like
4: down there, give him a big old bear hug.
1: No, oh, I mean like, what kind of thoughts are you thinking about what you're doing, or about him, or about whatever?
4: I'm thinking about the number of times where I've seen him fight, and you know he actually was like really effective, whether he really knew what he was doing or not. I know that's in there. He can do that stuff even without Legis. I think. So I know he's strong. He just
1: needs to know he's strong. As you feel those things, as you remember those things about Wagon Wheel, you feel there's a tremendous crashing, as though the building was struck by something enormous. The walls shake, torches fall from the walls, as you think those thoughts. You see a little bit of life return to Wagon Wheel's skin.
2: Thrasher is he okay? Not
1: yet. End of episode.
4: <laughs> Come on, Knox. Somebody go fuck up that shadow dude.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Nox would probably rush to the shadow. He's been trying to take it down all day, so uh, he's gonna run and try and stab it if it's lying on the ground. What exactly do, like what does it look like in this moment? Is it still a shadowy figure of wagon
1: wheel? It's sort of like a bubbling shadow on the ground. When it took the form of Wagon Wheel, it was like it was covering this memory, whatever you want to call it, of Wagon Wheel here on the ground. And when Thrasher severed it, it seems to be temporarily stunned. Okay. It's just like a bubbling mass of shadow.
3: Okay. Could I do some sort of Arcana check or something to try to get a better understanding of what this might be? What the thing is? Just yeah, I mean, what this whole shadow and the whole mind realm is kind of different, but trying to figure out what could possibly be going on here. I don't know if there's really anything to be gained from
1: it. There is a roll you could make, but this is a pretty high roll. This would be something that you would know about generally. Okay. So you can roll it. I know you can get a twenty-five in the past. Okay. Would that be Arcana? That's a twenty-four. Oh Ooh. is that good enough guys pretty good
4: <laughs> well if you're asking me
1: okay I'll give you this generally there's it's not like you can just live in somebody's head and take it over but you have heard stories that there are a few people every so often born with two souls huh. okay
3: Alright, I think Nox is just spending his turn looking over this thing inspecting it and as that thought pops into his mind he's just going to take a a stance in front of Thrasher and Wagon
0: Wheel between the shadow and this Are we all open to do something? Yeah Copes is going to run over to Thrasher and Wagon Wheel and kneel down and whisper in Wagon Wheel's ear Remember who you are,
1: Quincy Pupton. Crash. Thud. You hear oh, the wall yeah. shaking once again. There it is. <laughs> I
2: told you we wouldn't let you go, man. We're not going to stop until we're all dead or. Oh, dang. Wait, what? No. no. Oh. Dimmy, We got you, man. We're going to save you, Wagon Wheel. Oh. And then I cast Bardic
1: Inspiration on Wagon Wheel? Ooh. Ooh. So you cast an Inspiration on him? That's correct. All right. You hear another set of crashes against the wall. It sounds like something's trying to get in.
2: Guys, I think my mother-in-law's after us.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Of this dark thing begins coalescing yet again on the ground, taking this sickly-looking, shadowy form filled with eerie-looking star shapes that seem to form into the shape of a person. Unlike before, when it was possessing Wagon Wheel, it bears even less resemblance to a humanoid figure. It seems to be oozing, undulating, and falling apart before recalling itself into shape. And it holds out an arm, and a sickly light emerges from it at the four of you. So everyone make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Ooh, that 20! Nice. 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 Is this against a magical effect? Yes, in this case, actually. Okay. That's gonna be a 17 for Nox.
2: Dimrock got a
1: 14. Dang, nice. Eight. Eight. So the lowest was fourteen other than the thrasher, right? Yes. So everyone passes except Thrasher. the light fills you with confusion they seem to dance in impossible ways you're left staring their mouth open oh that
4: dancing it's impossible
1: it confuses you in such a way that you can't tell what the enemy is any longer and I'll tell you what you're gonna do on your next turn alright oh no alright and then it oozes backwards along the ground in a swift motion So it moves 30 feet away from you. And then it's y'all's turn again. So why don't we have Thrasher go first again? That works. Thrasher, you're going to either charge or make a melee attack against the person closest to you.
4: So I either attack or I charge at the thing?
1: No, at the person closest to you. Oh.
4: Well.
0: It's probably himself.
1: Uh, Yeah, it is me, isn't it? That's a really funny idea, and I'm totally willing to go with that. (laughs) So, which me is hitting me? You look at yourself. We just hitting each other. Let's just do a mutual. Yeah. All right. Do a mutual attack.
0: I was just trying to get the heat off my back because I have three (laughs) health.
1: That's that's a great idea. (laughs) Twenty-three. Twenty-three. That is a hit. Because of course it's a twenty-three when I'm hitting myself. How much damage do you do to yourself? Do they both hit each other?
4: Yes. Oh, my God. I rolled max damage, so 15 damage to each of us. Oh, no.
1: Oh, my God. You're raging, right? I think you were raging already. You made him say it. Uh, No, but... I did make you say it.
4: Because the time... Oh, did you make me say I
1: raged? Oh, yeah. That was in the last episode.
4: Yeah, but there was a couple turns ago that I I just yanked on that thing. I didn't hit or hit anybody.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Time passes slower here. (laughs) Hey, Tyler, shut up. Doesn't it last for a minute?
4: (laughs) Unless I go a turn without hitting or taking damage.
1: All right. Does that destroy your other self?
4: Actually, no, but he's not looking great either. Yeah, so yeah, 15 damage. Neither one of us is out, but he's... If I was going to put, like, a numerical value on it, he probably would be at, like, 14 if I was gonna try and put a number on it, you
1: know. Alright, so you both take fifteen damage, you get a new saving throw at the end of your turn.
4: Alright. Wisdom again. Yeah. Probably have advantage now that I got hit, right? Like No. No. Worth a shot. Yeah. Fifteen! <laughs> oh you passed. Oh thank God. You passed. <laughs> <laughs> Nox is gonna
3: look back at Thrash. Is Evil
4: Thrasher bad now? Do we kill it?
3: Why are you fighting it? I don't know.
1: All right, Nox, you go ahead.
3: So I'm, I'm kind of torn because now I feel like we should kill evil Thrasher. Thrasher didn't tell me not to kill evil Thrasher. Neither of them are evil, though. He's
4: never been evil <sighs> Thrasher.
2: I know, but you're fighting it. He just hits you. Maybe they saw a bug on each other's faces.
4: Yeah, he hit me. I hit him. What do you really think that Thrasher's, you know, what's most important to Thrasher right now? I don't know. I'm going to charge the shadowy
3: figure. Good man. He's been a real this this whole day. So I am going to charge at him. You said he went 30 feet, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to charge at him and swing my shadow blade at him once more. And mm, that will be a 22.
1: 22 is definitely a hit. And that is for 12 damage. Nice. All right. And as you strike it, its body shines with a sickly light. And it makes an attack roll against you and gets a 23 to hit. I'm going to cast shield, which will bring my AC up to 25.
3: Nice. So a, uh, a bright blue glowing shield appears on his arm, about like the size of him, like a two-foot or almost three-foot tall shield. Uh, that he uses to defend his whole body and block the attack.
1: You deflect the sickly rays of light. It's not still like a puddle on the ground, is it? It's like a amorphous, vaguely humanoid figure. Okay. Filled with sickly-looking stars. Oh, I can't hurt that.
4: Good effort
2: there, though. I mean, you could. I'm trying to. <laughs> you could lasso it, maybe. <laughs> Y'all aren't waiting on me, right? No. Okay. Just had to check.
0: It's you or me.
4: I thought it was you. Or was your turn saying I can't
1: do anything about this? No, I was thinking. Hey, remember, I'm more likely to make something happen when you spend a resource to make it happen.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Money? Can we get can
4: we just venue you? Will that work?
2: Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> So as the battle starts heating up, Dimrock's got his drum out, playing a beat for the team and trying to keep up the energy. You see the three murderous spirits he carries with him pop out of his hoodie and start playing along into a sweet, sweet song of suspense. And Dimrock spins a bardic inspiration die and cast, aria of suspense. For the next 10 minutes, any creatures of your choice within 60 feet can't be surprised. And gain a bonus on saving throws against traps and environmental hazards. Nice. I don't think this is going to be the end of it, guys. I think we're going to need to stay on our feet. So, everybody, look out. Guys, I think this thing's putting on a show. feel like he's got an encore waiting for us. Rock on! Something. Do me a favor chop and screw that and make me sound good. <laughs> I'll say a bunch of shit and you figure it out. Yeah, there you go. I cost eight magic spell. (laughs) Hey, let me ask you real quick. Would we have those magic brooches with us?
1: Well, you used it to...
2: I know, that's why I'm asking.
1: Yeah, so no. Man, I should put y'all on a turn order. It seems like y'all take longer when there's no turn order.
4: Yeah, I don't know why you do this every time. You guys just want to go free form, All right? Somebody go. <laughs> All
1: right, Copes, let's just pretend there was a turn order and your turn came up and you had plenty of time to prepare. Okay, I'm going to.
0: I don't want to spend my hit dice yet. You only have one. Yeah, I use the other one for a golden suit. Because we only got two back, right? We only got half of them back. Right. Yeah. yeah already used one i'm gonna oh this is something i haven't done yet i'm i don't want to do that either i'm down there with wagon wheel right yeah that's right i'm still right next to him can i use a hit dice
1: to give him his name back you can do whatever you want Name tag. This is the mind row. Name tag. What can you imagine? Name tag. That's exactly what I was thinking. A name tag.
4: (laughs) Hello, my name is.
0: Yeah, exactly.
4: (laughs) He already revealed the name to us.
0: I wanted to use it for something else, but... Do I have my bag with me? Probably. Generally, you have a bag. With all my stuff. Okay. I'm going to use my hit dice to give him his name back. With a hello, my name is Quinceley Puffton" name tag. Love it. And I'm going to pin it. Oof. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, no, I'm just going to pin it on his vest.
2: Tattoo it on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get me a stencil. Pufton.
0: It's in huge letters.
2: It's a whole piece.
0: Pufftown.
4: <laughs> now we know what our first matching tattoo as
0: a uh, podcast is going to be. Fuck yes. Pufftown. Oh, that's good. Full disclosure, we can take this out. I was going to try to get Hans in here. (laughs) (laughs) I still got one.
4: I can't decide if I would have enjoyed (laughs) or hated that.
0: (laughs) If someone else would have done it, you would have liked it. If I had done it, you would have hated it.
1: As you say those words, and you pin the name tag to his chest. The walls thunder once again. The windows within crack and shatter as dozens of tiny figures burst through yelling battle cries in the air. You see wagon wheels of all ages. All the ones that you've met in memories past burst through, shouting as they rush in, surrounding you. At their lead is a single one wielding a barely glowing rod.
2: Yeah! Oh, yes! Woo! We got a whole caravan of wagon wheels!
4: Like some sort of cartful.
1: Ah... <laughs> The one with the rod walks up to the one on the ground and grabs a hold of him and picks him up off the ground. He looks at the name tag. He says, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you don't get to choose your name, I
2: guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great name. First and last.
1: But you do get to choose your friends, Quincy. And it seems I've chosen well. Thanks, Knox, Copes, Threshers, and Demarok. Demarock's no problem, man. Doubled over laughing.
2: Winsley! (laughs) (laughs) Winsley, what a dorky name. (laughs) Hey, don't say that about my friend. He's my friend, too. And you know, friends get to roast each other the hardest. That's
1: true. Shorty. I kick him. (laughs) Just a little hoof. (laughs) The newly... The newly, once again named Quinsley <laughs> looks at the four of you. I still don't quite remember what's going on here. There's a contract. I throw him the contract. We'll protect you while you read the fine print, bro. I'll protect you guys, too. Get him, boys. The other ones rush alongside you as you turn around and see that the shadowy figure has grown in size and looms tall over the group of you. As... Not wagon wheel, but Quinceley Pufton begins looking through the document.
2: Woo! All right, boys, we might need to give Quinsley some time here. Let's do this.
1: I'm going to roll an initiative for him, and then well, let's just do initiative. Let's make this simple. All right, we're all rolling? I agree. All right. Ooh, Dimrock got a
3: 17. Nox got a 15. That is a 5 for Thrasher. 15. Wow, way to copy me. (laughs) Be original, man. Yeah. What's your dex bonus? Plus three. I gotta go. (laughs) I have somewhere to be. Well, you'll have to wait for me to go first. No. So what's the order? A wave of Quincy's. I thought about trying to create a giant door when I heard all the pounding, but I wasn't sure if it was a good pounding or a bad pounding.
4: Hmm, probably 50-50. I'm not going to comment on the words that you just said.
3: (laughs) You don't like a good pounding or you don't like a bad pounding? I'm
4: confused. I'd take either, please. Yeah, I mean, just like hug me and tell me I'm pretty.
2: (laughs) That's good (laughs) enough. You know what? I did cast that Aria suspense, so all these wagon wheels coming in didn't surprise any of us. (laughs) Saw it miles away. Yeah, we
1: saw it coming. (laughs) Quitsly, 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 (laughs) quitsly. Demerak goes first. Okay, can you just
2: give me a little bit of the setting again? Here
1: we go.
3: (laughs) Set the scene here.
1: All right, you stand combat ready, facing off against a looming Legis the Terrible, this giant shadowy figure filled with sickly-looking stars. It looks like it is falling apart, like its body is barely holding its amorphous humanoid shape. As the wagon wheels, or the Quinceleys that have rushed to your aid, stand side by side with you ready to attack as wagon wheel or quinceley himself uses the light of the barely glowing rod to read through the contract
0: oh that's such good fan art
3: i love it are we still am i 30 feet away from him or are we just gonna reset it
1: yeah it's probably closer well yeah you rushed in but yeah that's fine all right and it's demarock's turn the other wagon wheels are rushing to attack i'll give you that okay so finally standing next to my
2: good friend quince Puffton, i put my hand on his shoulder and you did a good job man we've all got it inside of us we can all be heroes sometimes and i cast heroism on him he's imbued with bra- bravery immune to being frightened Gains temporary HP equal to six on each turn and is overall tougher. And then with a Bardic Inspiration, just in case you chicken out, we might need the Thrasher's
1: help. And I cast a Bardic Inspiration on Thrasher's.
0: Thanks, man. All
1: right. And then it is Copes and Nox's turn.
3: Okay, so Nox is going to... Uh, He's up there with the shadowy figure already. He's going to just try to make sure he's in between the shadowy figure and Quinsley. And he's going to attack with his scimitar, but he's going to do a booming blade. All right. That's a 12. That is a miss. On all the excitement, I'm a little confused by all the flying, running, tiny wagon wheels.
1: All right. And uh, do you still have that AC bonus that you had before?
3: The shield would have dropped after the first round, but I sh- I Blade Song lasts a minute,
1: so that was in the first one. I don't know if it would still be going. Probably. Probably. I'll give you a yes on that. Okay. So you get a 16 to hit you as you strike at it, and its body glows with a sickly light. So Nox
3: quickly rolls out of the way to dodge as the strike comes back at him.
0: And then it is Cope's turn. How close am I to this guy? Within 30 feet. So if I move, I don't. You're not going to provoke. Okay, I'm going to back up. I don't know, like 10 feet. And I'm going to cast Moonbeam on this fool. Ooh. So he makes a Constitution saving throw.
3: I think it's at the start of his turn.
0: I think you place it. Ah. Uh, Same thing. Yeah, I'll cast it. Friend. let's say you can move it around is this thing a shape changer
1: uh it is
0: ah uh, then it has disadvantage
1: nice. nice it's like you precast it and then it's gonna go off on his turn
3: yeah yeah if you take damage if you're in the radius so it's
0: lights up there so what does it look like i put my hands above my head and in between my horns, a moon, it's like a small silver light starts spinning and it grows in size as it grows in the moon and I shoot it right directly above its head. And then a beautiful beam of light cast down upon it. Oh, all right. And then, I'm still an Archer Porn, so I'm going to throw a fucking javelin at it. <laughs> all right. I mean, use it while you got it, right? Most deaf. We're like using spells
3: and abilities. This is wild. D20 plus five. Fighting ourselves really showed us how to do this. Yeah, the other Dimrock taught me (laughs) a lot.
0: That's a 21 to hit. 21 hits. D8 plus three. A nine damage. Let me ask you this, Brent. That is radiant damage. Does that mean anything to this? It does not. Damn it. Okay, well, nine damage. I'm going to hit it in the stomach. Strike
1: it with the javelin, then it is. This is Wagon Wheels' turn. That is not his name. Quinsley Hufton. Sounds good. He he points a triumphant finger at the paper. I've got it here. He takes a deep breath. According to this termination clause. This agreement may be terminated at any time without payment of any penalty by Quinsley Pufton on behalf of himself upon zero days written notice to Legis. This agreement may not be terminated by Quinsley Puffton without his own verbal consent, which constitutes a verbal reading of this termination clause. This agreement and the control agreement will automatically terminate with respect to the listed conditions in Appendix A. He takes a deep breath.
2: Quinceley.
0: Oh, nice.
2: My boys from a litigious society. This,
0: this, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That was awesome. That was dope. Loved it. Now for the, when you do an outro, we'll all do one at the exact same time as different Quincy Puffins throughout the year.
4: Ms. Quinsley I'm Quinsley Puffton, and this is my outro. I know that I've never sounded like this in any of the episodes you guys have seen. This is a very old Quinsley Puffton. That's, that's how you know I get out of it
2: okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, I hope you help me beat up those bullies, because Quinsley's not a bad name. We can change that. I'm so confused as to what's going on here. Yeah, I don't know either. I just didn't want to be left out. I was just
4: making a dumb joke for my friends.
0: I loved it. I'll do an outro as... Severus Snape. No. What do you get if you mix a boomslang skin? Of course you don't know, Potter. God. I did like that.
2: That was pretty good, actually, yeah. Just because I like Severus. Brent, could you do one as everybody? Maybe? Just do a Quinsley one and then duplicate the voice like 50 times. Yeah, that's what I said.
3: But you got to record it like 30 different times in different Quinsley voices. Right. Shouldn't take more than seven hours. Should be fine. First and last.
4: Oh, that was good, little buddy.
3: I can't remember anything else. I can't remember.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Demorock Show. You were so lucky to hang out with me. Just wanted to take a second and remind you that we release every Thursday. So come on and hang out with us and have a few laughs or a few cries, depending how good we do that week. But never forget, we are the Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed.